One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Dairy Gold Agribusiness for quality feed, expert service and support you can trust. Welcome to our programme. I'm John O'Connor. Coming up, Evan Collins, Chagask Dairy Advisor on water quality monitoring events planned for the near future. Clonakilty Agricultural Show 2019 on Sunday 9th of June. Chairman of the show, John O'Mahony, previews. Suckler farmers invited to move to biomass and forestry by the EU Commissioner Phil Hogan. Tillage field evening planned for the department lands at Ballydoran near Formoy on Thursday 7th of June. With more on that, Mr Matt Lawley, Dairy Gold Beef and Tillage Area Manager. Thank you very much, John. Yes, Dairy Gold are hosting our tillage field evening on the lands of the Department of Agriculture Farm in Ballydoran uh, Formoy, Thursday the 6th of June at 6pm. Uh, this will be a wonderful opportunity for our tillage farmers to attend and hear some wonderful presentations by uh, Andy Dyle, uh, the tillage editor of the Irish Farmers Journal, who is also a tillage grower in his own right. And he'll be talking about crops in general and uh, it will be very interesting uh, to hear what Andy has to say because he has a vast knowledge in farming and especially in the tillage. We'll also uh, have uh, Stephen Kildare, who is the Tillage Research Officer based in Oak Park. And uh, Stephen will be speaking about a very important area of ramillaria uh, in uh, crops, especially now in the advent of chlorotannol going from the marketplace in uh, 2020. Uh, So people will be very interested to hear what Stephen has to say in this whole area of Ramalaria. And also we have Seamus Carney, who is a tillage specialist with the Department of Agriculture based in Formoy. He'll also be talking on a very, very important subject, uh, the varieties of cereals, looking at the varieties that are growing on the farm in Formoy this year, but more importantly, looking at new varieties that are coming on uh, the scene for 2020 and beyond. Uh, 
We'll also have Kieran Collins speaking about Martin Valley, which of course is very important to Dairy Gold and its uh, Martin Valley growers. Uh, Kieran is, of course, the tillage specialist with with Hitagos. He'll be giving an update on the, the Martin Valley, and this will coincide very well for our tillage growers because at this time of the year, uh, the focus is on the T2 and the 3 fungicides. You have the T2 fungicide going on malting and feed barley and on spring oats as well and on spring wheat. And also we'll, we'll be looking at winter oats, winter barley and winter wheat. Also on view will be oilseed rape and beans. And we'll also have other speakers on the night, Seamus O'Mahony of Dairy Gold, um, the sales and marketing um, manager, he'll open proceedings. We'll have Niall Griffey, who is, of course, the Dairy Gold Tillage Technical Manager. We'll also have Michael McCarthy, the local Tavis Tillage Specialist. Uh, our own Liam Leahy and Michael English will also speak on the night. So, John, it's a wonderful opportunity for tillage growers, be they be growing marking barley, uh, feed barley, uh, winter crops, uh, oilseed, rape, or beans. There's something there for everybody uh, to see on the night. And uh, we'll also finish up the night with a barbecue, uh, regardless of whether uh, the barbecue will go ahead. And we'll have many, many spot prizes. And it's all happening on the farm of the Department of Agriculture in Ballyderown uh, in Fermoy. Uh, just take the Lismore Waterford Road um, in Fermoy. And um, it's out there about five kilometres on the left hand side, but we'll be clearly marked on the night anyway. Thursday night, June the 6th at 6 pm. As we know, Dairy Gold Cooperative Society, our sponsor, where at all possible you always use uh, Irish tillage products, Irish grain, or other products in uh, rations because there is a, a feeling amongst some tillage farmers, a feeling of anger when they see stores full of grain. At the same time, you have imports from countries where they don't have the strict growing regulations we have to work under, but we can be sure that the quality of Irish tillage is top class. And by going along to this special evening, Thursday, 6th of June, you'll hear the top speakers in the tillage sector talking about uh, the very best ways to grow an optimum crop. We really are appealing to uh, our tillage uh, growers to come along and uh, hear the speakers. They are excellent. Uh, they will have a, a vast uh, amount of knowledge on the night. But also, more importantly, they'll be able to see these crops growing and now is the ideal time enough for uh, fungicides to be applied. So it's, it's really a fantastic opportunity to come along on Thursday evening, the 6th of June at 6pm. Dairy Gold, our sponsor, you are very much to the fore in terms of sustainability in all aspects of agriculture, not just dairy, but in all aspects of Irish agriculture. Sustainability is now the key note, it's the key word, and when it comes to sprays and other types of uh, plant remedies and plant health products, very important for people to know how they can save a lot of money by applying just the correct dose, the correct spray, and not to uh, waste money spraying and causing damage that is totally unnecessary for the good crop production. We only recommend what the crop needs. We only recommend uh, recognised, recommended products. We also use our farm floor agronomy, uh, which can calibrate which the crop 
uh, needs and uh, requirements of the crop and is calculated from a sustainability point of view. And uh, we take in all grains that's offered to us at harvest and these are put into our own rations which are made back in Lumberstone and we only import uh, protein products. So everything that we get in is certainly uh, treated properly and uh, goes back out to our uh, farmers in the top quality, dairy gold, the super choice feeds. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Matt Lawley, Dairy Gold Beef and Tillage Area Sales Manager. Thank you, Matt, for your valuable time, and we wish you all the very best with the big day at Ballyderon on Thursday, 6th of June. Thank you, Matt, very much. Thank you, John, indeed. You're very welcome. We are joined by Mr. Evan Collins, Dairy Advisor, Chagask and Moor Park near Fomoy. First of all, Evan, welcome to the programme. Now, I understand as Dairy Advisor, you have uh, details of some very important upcoming events, which will be of interest to not just farmers, but people who have an interest in the environment and clean water and climate change and all these things. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. So firstly, we have two farmer streamside meetings. The first meeting there is the Farrier River Streamside Meeting. It's taking place on Thursday the 6th of June at 11am until half 12. This is taking place on the farm of John Fuhi in Meadstown, Kildare, Mallow. Um, the postcode there for that farm is P67T266. And the second meeting of that kind then is the Aubeg River Farmer Streamside Meeting. That's taking place on the Friday the 7th of June, the same time, 11 until half 12. And that meeting is on the farm of Edmund O'Brien, Knockard Ban, Liz Carroll, County Cork. And the postcode for that meeting is P51FN25. So basically those meetings, John, uh, they will discuss the upcoming work that will be carried out in the air by LawPro, who are catchment scientists that will be walking the river in the area, and by ASAP, which is basically a joint programme between Chagas and the Co-ops, um, all about sustainability. And these meetings will be open to all farmers in the community. So... Um, they're very topical at the minute with the importance of the environment and biodiversity and all that and water quality coming down the line. Anyone in the community that wants to attend can attend as they might be of interest to anyone in the local community with um, the, the rivers in the local area. So they'd be of interest to anyone in the community that really wants to go. The next item on the agenda, a very important event, it's been organised in conjunction with Chagask and our own sponsor, Dairy Gold. The next event there is um, part of the Chagask Dairy Gold Joint Programme. So it's an event which will be KT registered event taking place on the 12th of June at 11am on the farm of Sean Moore in Crockmore, Mitchellstown. And the um, postcode for that um, farm is P67FP93. Um, like I said, this is a registered KT event for all dairy, beef and sheep farmers who may, who may need an additional meeting and also the general community. So very topical event. So um, topics included in that farm will be... Um, farm performance, continuous improvement, and also the Dairy Gold Lean Farm Programme, um, which will be all about efficiencies on farm, so it might be of interest to any farmer in any sector who can pick up a few hints and tips along the way. But can you amplify a bit on what exactly the Dairy Gold Lean Farm Programme is, and all in conjunction, of course, with yourself as agricultural advisors at Chagask? Basically, what Lean is, um, originally it's an approach used in manufacturing to drive continuous improvement and efficiencies, basically in factories to utilise less time and effort and resources, thereby giving a greater return. So in Dairy Gold, uh, they implemented this in all their factories, and in 2017 it was decided to implement a pilot programme at farm level. So like I said, um, this is all about saving farmers time, money and effort. So if we can get farmers to look inside their own farm gate and what ways they can reduce, eliminate 
and just see what forms of waste um, I'm on the farm. Could you please give a reference for the Chagas public website, Evan, if possible? Yeah, like I said, there's the local events upcoming, but there's more events available on the Chagas public website. So it's www.chagas.ie for any events that are upcoming will be listed on that. So easily accessible to anyone who wants to know. Now we come to our main topic of conversation, grass and grass management. Could you comment on grass management uh, currently? You have some data there which you have access to. Yeah, so um, currently, John, sure, grass performance has been improving week on week. And just to give um, listeners some guidance there, the latest pasture-based figures for this week uh, seem to show that growth has been exceeding demand. So the aim for farmers there should be to keep quality in the system. And like I said, the latest pasture-based figures there are showing um, a growth of 72 kilograms of dry matter per hectare with uh, demand down about 60. So average farm covers are sitting around 785 kilos of dry matter with a cover of 202 per livestock unit. So like a cover of 202 there, that's quite high per livestock unit. So there might be the option to um, cut out surplus paddocks to maintain quality grass ahead of stock. And you know, within Chagas ourselves, the kind of targets we'd be looking at there would be Try and keep going into covers of 1,400 with a cover of 160 to 180 per livestock unit and that should keep you 10 to 12 days ahead. So another crucial point to this, um, take note, is uh, that farmers should be trying to get out and walk the farm twice a week if possible at all. And all of your colleagues, they seem to emphasise that point, try and walk your farm. If you could do it a couple of times a week, well then it's a great way of uh, knowing where you stand exactly. Definitely, yeah. And things are changing so quickly now and they can change and things are out of control, you might get tight, so you need to know what's happening on the ground. Now, with uh, the good grass growth, we can all see the good uh, grass growth out there. With good grass growth and high temperatures, any tips you'd like to give farmers to keep on top of grass? Yeah, so like you said, John, it is important to keep on top of grass this time of the year. Like, as a dairy advisor now, we're kind of, we'd be focusing on maximising grass utilisation, as all our research shows that um, the more grass you utilise, the more profitable you will be, so it's important to keep in control of this. Um, so like I said, walk the farm as things can change really fast this time of the year and assess your own individual situation and each paddock twice per week if you can. Um, your aim should be to keep quality grass in front of stock. Uh, this will obviously boost milk production, live weight gain, all of that breeding, etc. Um, so in, into covers of 1400 if you can. Um, going into covers above that will reduce hand performance and it will also reduce quality of grass now and in the next round. Like you see, the weather there currently is good weather, so dry matter is quite high. It's approximately 19% this week in Moorpark in a cover of 1,500, so don't underestimate them covers because we can see um, there'll be a lot of grass left behind. Um, then another, just try and graze out the paddocks, paddocks to 4 centimetres, or otherwise stem will become an issue in the next round of grazing and you'll be hitting quality. Um, also, with the walk in the farm, you should know what you have, so supplementation should be secondary to utilising all your grass. And... Keep your rotation quick around 21 days and like that just following the cows at fertiliser most people are at around 21 days it's spreading about a bag of can 20 to 30 units in the month and then just if things do take off now like take the opportunity act fast to take out bales and skip on to the next paddock and earmark paddocks maybe that weren't grazed well to, to try and graze them out this time and keep quality in um also then a few things just to note um with regards to slurry there john 15th of June is um, fast approaching, so the target there for all derogation farmers is to have 50% of all their slurry spread, and the rest of it after this date should have to be spread with a, a low emission slurry spreader, so either your trailing shoe or your band spreader, which like you, farmers should definitely estimate the value of their slurry. Like 
a thousand gallons of slurry there can replace three or four bales for P&K offtakes, which you would get off a, a strong paddock. So, and like other than that, you can double it to three thousand if you're taking a heavy cut of silage. Then after that, so just be aware of that that it has to be used by then and the date for the fifteenth of June. So thank you, Evan, very much. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me, Mr. Evan Collins. There, Chagas Dairy Advisor with Moor Park near Fomoy. Dairy Goat announces winners of its annual Milk Quality Awards for 2018. Dairy Gold milk supplier Edward Donovan from Cloyne East Cork was declared the overall winner of the 2018 Dairy Gold Milk Quality Awards, which took place at Springford Hall Hotel in Mallow recently, where he also took home the East Cork Regional Award for consistently supplying the best quality milk to Dairy Gold throughout the year 2018. Edward Farms in Cloyne with his wife Breda and started milking in January 2014 as a new entrant to dairying. Working alongside his father John, Edward currently milks 203 cows from a grazing platform of 79 hectares. He is also active in the local community as a member of the Middleton Young Farmers Discussion Group. The judges declared that while all three finalists in the region had demonstrated exceptional quality, the Donovan Farm was an excellent example of what good management and high standards of production can achieve. The judges praised the Donovans for their focus on farm efficiency and for their excellent performance in cow fertility and milk output. For the first time in its history, the awards also recognised the efforts of Dairy Gold's milk suppliers in making their operations more economically and environmentally sustainable with the awarding of the Sustainability Award. This year's winner was Mr Pat Cronin, who was also crowned Mid-Cork Regional winner on the night. Addressing the award ceremony, Dairy Gold Chairman Mr John O'Gorman said, Our Milk Quality Awards are an excellent opportunity for us to reward the hard work and performance that we see all across our milk and supplier base. The quality of our milk is what makes us successful, and these awards are just another way of emphasising that message to our customers, suppliers and across our organisation. Mr O'Gorman went on, We want to continue rewarding our suppliers for their excellent milk quality supply, while also ensuring the sustainability and longevity of our industry. In January, we introduced a new milk supplier sustainability bonus designed to deliver healthier herds with more productive cows. The Dairy Gold chairman, John O'Gorman, went on to say, Edward has shown how someone relatively new to the industry can use best practice to produce the best results from his herd. Dairy Gold Chief Executive Jim Wolfe added, Our focus on producing excellent quality milk saw Dairy Gold introduce our A plus B minus C milk price payment system in 2008 that rewards higher milk solids. The average milk solids for the Dairy Gold milk supply base has been rising incrementally ever since and the average Dairy Gold milk supplier is now delivering milk with 3.53% protein and 4.17% fat. At those solids, Mr Wolf pointed out, a farmer can earn 4.3 cents per litre more than a farmer delivering milk with a national average fat and protein. 
Mr Wolfe went on to say that Edward Donovan had demonstrated how you can get the best from your herd by focusing on the key areas such as hygiene, herd health and sustainability. And this reward win, he said, is very much deserved. We would like to wish him continued success with his farming enterprise. And that statement from the Dairy Gold Chief Executive, Mr Jim Wolfe. The awards were based on the 2018 quality data for all 2,800 dairy gold milk suppliers across counties Cork, Tipperary, Limerick and Clare. A shortlist was drawn up of three suppliers from each of the six dairy gold regions. These 18 finalists underwent adjudication by two independent judges, Dr Karina Pierce, University College Dublin, and Mr Don Crowley, Chagas Dairy Specialist. The judges visited all 18 shortlisted farms to review their farm enterprises firsthand. The review took account of milk quality, dairy facilities, herd health and welfare, sustainability and general efficiencies in farm health and safety. The judges chose six regional winners and the overall winners were announced on the night. And the Milk Quality Regional Award winners 2018 are Limerick Region winner, Pierce Breen, Newtown, Palace Green, County Limerick. East Cork Region winner Edward Donovan, Ballybrannock, Cloyne, County Cork. Mallow Region winner Timmy Lyons, Carew, Berings, County Cork. Mid Cork Region winner Pat Cronin, Car Kareen, Kilnamartra, McCroom, County Cork. Mitchellstown Region winner Ned O'Brien, Carrigan, Mitchellstown, County Cork. And Tipperary Region winner Morris and David Halley, Clock Harden, Clonmel, County Tipperary. The IFA will be holding regional information meetings for livestock farmers regarding the distribution of the 100 million euro beef fund secured recently from Brussels and the Irish government. The Cork meeting is planned for Wednesday, 12th of June at the Riverside Park Hotel in McCroom. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Miss Amy Ford, Deputy News Editor, Irish Farmers Journal, comments on reported remarks by the EU Commissioner for Agriculture, Mr Phil Hogan, that suckler farmers should be paid to cut cow numbers. 
Amy, welcome to the programme. Now, your front page article in the Irish Farmers Journal, edition June 1st, 2019, pay farmers to reduce their suckler herds. What's the background to your story, your front page article? So last Monday at the Irish Rural Link Conference in Athlone, which is on climate change, um, the European Commissioner for Agriculture, Phil Hogan, said that essentially suckler farmers should be paid by by Europe to get out of the industry and convert their land into trees or into biomass or another um, another enterprise, shall we say. Um, and he said, the direct quote here, if, if I'm asking a farmer in Roscommon who has 10 suckler cows and he's not making a whole lot, if I want him to change his practice, I have to incentivize him to do so into another land use policy. And then he gave examples of what that land use policy could be, which uh, he said were biomass, it could be broadleaves or it could be the one hectare forestry initiative, um, but that they need an alternative to incentivize them to switch out of suckling. That might seem quite reasonable on the face of it, because if you're not making money from some type of enterprise and year in, year out, you find that suckler farmers are finding it almost impossible to make any kind of a living. But on the other hand, uh, people might see it as thin edge of the wedge. And uh, on the campaign trail, the MEP candidates for the European uh, Union elections, some of them are saying beef production in Europe is just an embarrassment for the European Union. They want to stop beef production as such in Europe and open the way to massive globalisation type imports from Brazil or any place like the Marcuse countries who can produce it cheaply and then in a counteraction have a big market for European industrial goods, electrical goods, financial services. But could this be seen by people in the know that this possibly might be the thin edge of the wedge? Potentially. Um, look, I suppose it's the first time that, that someone has made an admission in a way that um, that something needs to happen in the suckler sector. And I say when I say happen, I mean, look, the sector has been supported for a long time and there's still support being called for it. Um, the other side of it is that, it, look, it is the backbone of the beef industry. Many people would describe the suckler industry as that. Um, like suckler farmers provide a lot of economic good in their local areas. They support, like they're the backbone of rural communities in one way as well. Um, but look, it is the first time that someone has made an admission that, 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 like the commissioner said, that the beef sector needs to have a look at itself in terms of sustainability and, and where it's going. And he also said that he thinks there should be a strategy to be implemented for its future. Um, now, I suppose following on from these comments, um, could there be something in the next cap? Um, it remains to be seen. And you mentioned the elections there, John, and the the green trickle or the green wave, as other people have been calling it. Um, Look, the next cap will have a lot more environmental aspects to it. There will be a lot more uh, schemes and other criteria, and a majority of it will be geared towards climate change um, because that is the major issue coming down the track. Um, Whether there would be a type of suckler reduction scheme in the next cap, um, no one knows. It's not in the proposals at the moment, but those proposals, now with the new parliament gone in only the last couple of days, basically, from around Europe, um, they could completely turn the current proposals on their head and come back with something completely different, which would be the final cap, which will run for the, the next seven years from 2020 to 2027. So I suppose um, the suckler industry is at a crossroads and the last couple of years this has been coming. So we'll just have to wait and see where, where it's heading. When you look at the suckler cow, there's a situation where calves are produced, but they're left with the mother until they are naturally weaned. And for people with an interest in animal welfare and for people who are concerned about the environment, etc., you have there a very natural type of production 
as opposed to mass-producing beef on feedlots and then importing that into Europe? Exactly, John. You've hit the nail on the head there. Like in terms of traceability and in terms of animal welfare, Ireland is at the top, if not up there, uh, near the top um, when it comes to animal welfare and and in cattle production systems. Um, suckler farming. You have a cow has a calf. The calf stays with her until it's weaned, and then that calf is um, finished basically or fattened and uh, becomes prime Irish beef basically is finished off. Um, but the the system is that that cow goes back in calf and has another calf after that. So it's high animal welfare system. And regardless of how Brexit works out, we have the reform of the CAP, Common Agricultural Policy. Regardless of Brexit, the reform of CAP and whether we'll have the same CAP, some people are looking for an increased CAP budget. But I think people, again, in Brussels feel if we can hold the CAP we have at the moment, we'll be doing very well. Though some people may regard CAP as unnecessary expenditure for rural Ireland, certainly for rural Ireland, CAP is part and parcel of the fabric that keeps whatever limited population is there on the farms, at least it keeps those people living with some degree of security. Ongoing, relentless expansion of the dairy sector, of the beef sector. It would appear that in coming months we're going to see important changes to the whole cap scene, I would imagine. That whatever about suckling farming in general is at a sort of crossroads in terms of climate change. A lot of farmers would believe, um, and I would believe, that they provide a lot of environmental good as it is, like in terms of hedgerows, in terms of trees, um, and they, that a lot of farmers would maintain that they should be paid for what they're doing already, and then anything else after that should be paid as well. Um, but farmers in general, like they are seen as custodians of the environment. Yes, they're taking care of cattle, but they're also taking care of fields. Um, hedgerows and everything else every year. Thank you for taking our call at short notice. Miss Amy Ford, Deputy News Editor of Irish Farmers Journal. We were talking about your front page article there, Hogan to pay farmers to cut suckler cow numbers. Thank you, Amy, very much indeed. Thanks a million. Thanks, John. Mr John O'Mahony, Chairman of the 2019 Clonakilty Agricultural Show, previews this very important event and looks back at the origins of the show and its long history. Hello, John. Thank you very much for... 104th show will be held in Clannacilty Showgrounds on Sunday the 9th of June and we have a big lineup of events for you on the day it is not alone is it an agricultural show it is a family day out with entertainment and a big social occasion to it as well so we've noticed that over the years that the social aspect of it is very important as well as the agricultural aspect of it and then um, to Sunday the 9th of June. And we have a big line-up of events on the day. We have the usual dairy, beef and sheep, the horses and ponies, the poultry events that were held over 100 years ago in our early shows. Poultry and eggs were very big in the early shows of the Show Society in the early 1900s. We also have a dog show, which is getting bigger every year, Pet dogs and family dogs and grooming and showing dogs is big business for a lot of families at this stage now. The other big item we have is open air concert with Paul Kelly and his band. And he has a special guest with him this year, Christopher King of Ireland's Got Talent in 2018. He was the only man to get the golden buzzer from Lucy Kennedy on the programme. We also this year have a cooking demonstration for a summer barbecue with Joe Shannon of TV3 fame and the morning show on TV. And this event is being sponsored 
very generously by Clan Kitty Blackpooling. We've all the usual events of the Best Dressed Lady, which is sponsored by Belladonna and Inchidani Lodge and Spare. Um, this year also, we have something new. We have the Strongman competition, and we expect to have Pear O'Dwyer there from Limerick, who's Ireland's and England's strongest man at the moment. He won the title recently, and we hope to have him at the show. We also have competitors from all around Ireland. We have them from Dublin, Galway, Wexford, and we also have some local participants from Clankilty in Dave and Liam will be competing. This is a competition. There will be several events in it, and it's going to be great entertainment for the crowd watching what these men can achieve. Also, this year, we have the Donkey Derby, which is a new thing for Clannacilty. Entertaining, fun. We're looking for jockeys at the moment, and it's going to be the highlight of the evening up in the horse arena when the horse classes are finished. So that's a brief rundown on what we have on show day. Speaking to Mr John O'Mahony, the chairman, the chairperson of Clannacilty Agricultural Show, 2019, taking place on Sunday, 9th of June. He referred in passing, John, of course, to the cookery demonstration. But at the Clonakilty show this year, there will, in fact, be the West Cork Artisans Food Village. That's uh, very important, too. And the West Cork Artisans Food Village, so important that we have uh, clean, natural food sources. West Cork is famous for all the different food ingredients that are being brought and demonstrations and top quality produce in black puddings, in savouries. There's a huge selection of cheeses in West Cork. There's, food is very important. The quality and the standard is excellent and we are proud to be associated with the producers here in Clankilty on Sunday the 9th of June. You'll be paying top prize money for competitions. Our top one in the dairy section is the Dubliner Cheese All Ireland Heifer and Milk Final which is carrying a prize fund of €1,350 sponsored by Carberry Milk Products. They have been long associated with the Shore Society in sponsoring this class, and we're delighted to have them with us on it. In the horse section, we have the Breeders' Championship of €2,500 and the Castle Freak Cup sponsored by the Evans Freak family of Castle Freak. We, that's the second year of this competition. We had a local man, P.J. Lehan, won it last year, and this year is the second year of that competition. We also have the Fall Championship, which is a new competition this year with a prize fund of €1,500, Euros, sponsored by Internal Affairs. And we also have the Yearling Championship, which is carrying a prize fund of €1,500, Euros, sponsored by KC Civil Engineering. So... We are delighted to have these sponsors come on board with us, which is giving a big lift to the quality of the entries in these competitions. Voluntary workers, the great local spirit, and sponsors, those two different sets of people in any show without the voluntary labour, without a strong committee, a hard-working committee, and sponsors, you'll have no show at all, and uh, recent events have again highlighted the large number of companies going out of business because of the high costs of insurance where you're dealing with public events. Every company and every business and every family who sponsor give us money for sponsorship and sponsor prizes and competitions. 
Without them, we would have no show because financially it, it would not work for us. That we are grateful to those people for what they put up every year and the support from the people in Clannacilty and the surrounding area. We are grateful for how they accommodate us on show day. Um, without that, we would have no show. So we do really appreciate all our sponsors, big and small. Every euro is used in the form of sponsorship of prize fund in some form or another. So we really do appreciate them. Which classes, if any, can people enter on the day? There are no entries on the day. All the entries have to be in beforehand. What's in the catalogue is what's entered for competition. So there's no entries taken on the day. The safety point of it, we have safety stewards and a safety team on the showgrounds all the time. Most of the cattle and the horses are behind crowd control barriers. So safety has to be priority for us all the time. And we want to have a good, successful day, a happy day for everybody and nobody hurt. That's, that's our primary aim. So if all that happens... On Sunday evening, the 9th of June, we will be very happy to have a good show day and to have nobody hurt. When will the opening take place and when will your show draw to a close to make sure people who want a good day out and to see everything, what time should they come and mention who will be doing the official opening and at what time and what time you wrap it up? The official opening and blessing of the showgrounds will happen at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning and by our patron, Monsignor Aidan O'Driscoll, will give a blessing on the start of our show day, and competitions will be on during the day, and it will finish at approximately 6 o'clock in the evening. All events will come to a finish at that stage. Thank you, John, very much. Thanks, Thanks a million. very much, John. Thanks there to Mr John O'Mahony, Chairman, Chairperson of the 2019 Clonakilty Agricultural Show, taking place on Sunday, 9th of June. Miss Helen O'Sullivan, Secretary Cork Branch of the Beef Plan Movement. Helen, welcome to the programme. What's been happening to the Beef Plan Movement? I suppose since I was speaking to you last, John, uh, we have formed a national committee on the Beef Plan Movement and I was very honoured to be elected onto that. I think it's very important to have a gender balance in every organisation. We've currently uh, 20,000 members and growing, so numbers are steadily increasing the whole time. Um, I think it's very important that this 100 million that was announced, I suppose, due to the pressure that was put on them by the beef land protest, that it is put into the right hands, and the right hands would be the hands of the farmers and not factories or the feedlots. We are currently doing surveys outside various supermarkets throughout Ireland. Um, very recently, there only last Saturday, we had a pro- uh, protest kind of slash survey in Wilton outside Tesco, and every customer that we met there, uh, they all said they, w- they would eat the Irish grass-fed beef. And we're shocked at the margin that the farmer was getting after two years for holding on to that particular animal. In recent days, we heard that a red alert should be sounded about the Mercosur deal. And it can be argued, of course, that some sections of Irish industry, some sections of the European Union industry might benefit. But certainly when it comes to beef farmers, if uh, tens of thousands of tonnes or more of beef comes in at a much cheaper rate, produced under far less strict conditions than Irish or European beef, well then there has to be a dangerous sign for Irish and European beef farmers. Well, absolutely. I mean, like I said, with the survey we done last Saturday at Wilton, uh, one of those questions were, um, would you eat the suckler reared grass-fed beef? And they all said yes. And we asked them, would you be prepared to pay more for that? And they all said yes. 
because also not only would you have better quality beef in our Irish beef, but you'd have less carbon footprint. I mean, we can trace our beef right back down to the primary producer um, right up until the day it's slaughtered. Now, beef coming in from these countries, we have no idea what they have been fed with or pumped with hormones, or we have no traceability whatsoever. So I think it's very important that, you know, we're producing the best beef here in the world, and I think it's very important that we get that marketed better. Um, I suppose another thing that's important would be I, the customer wasn't aware of, of the little margin the farmer was getting until recently, until the beef plan went out, on, out to the supermarkets. Uh, if you spend 10 euro today on beef, the retailer gets 5 euro 10 for three days' work. The processor gets 2.90 for three days' work. And the farmer gets only 2 euros for two years' work. So the sums really don't add up there. And I think it's really time for change there, you know. We have the issues of global warming, climate change. We're told these changes don't respect borders, that one part of the world affects the other. Yet it would appear from all reports that vast areas of rainforest, the so-called invaluable carbon sinks for taking harmful emissions out of the atmosphere. We find these global sinks, the Amazon rainforest, that's being cleared at a fantastic rate to create land to produce beef on, and the European Union could be seen to be aiding and abetting that by agreeing to import 90,000 tonnes of beef, whereas the Mercosur countries want 300,000. Farmers here, we have very little carbon footprint, like the people that keep their circular cows, the, the calf is born, um, they might keep them until they're two years, so there's very little kind of a footprint going on there, they might send them on to the factory to be slaughtered. So like I said, all that can be traced, they're fed on the best grass in the world uh, they're not in you know they're not in feed lots where they're pumped in feed and kept in there until such time to slaughter so there's a lot of anti-competitive practices out there and things that need to be changed I think going forward so that the farmer can make money and to take pressure off of the farmer and I suppose you know all farmers will have to unite be it from the national dairy herd or the national circular herd if we want change they can uh, phone me on 87 or if they can go online it's www and on that they will see all the various contacts there for the various um, counties. Thank you very much indeed, Miss Helen O'Sullivan, Secretary, Cork Branch, Beef Plan. Thanks, Helen. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. And that's our programme for this morning. I'm John O'Connor. Thanks to John Foot on Controls. And as always, a very special thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. Enjoy the bank holiday weekend. Thanks for listening. Dairy Gold Agribusiness for quality feed, expert service and support you can trust. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.